0: Hey, school counselor friends, are you looking to take your counseling program to the next level? Well, we have some exciting news for you. The Perks School Counselor Content Club membership. And guess what? For a limited time only, you can get half off our yearly membership or even try us for a special $99 six-month deal. But hurry, this is our Black Friday deal, and it's only good until November 29th. So what exactly do you get with the Perks School Counselor Content Club membership anyway? Well, let me tell you, you get instant access to all of the Perks. That means you'll have access to the full library of lessons, groups, individual curriculum, games, decor, and everyday resources too. It's like having a treasure trove of counseling materials right at your fingertips. But that's not all because Perks membership also offers professional development that can earn you college credit. Yes, you heard me right. You'll be able to enhance your skills while earning credits towards professional growth. And here's an extra treat for you and your students, bonus seasonal resources that they'll absolutely love. It's the perfect way to keep your counseling sessions fresh and engaging throughout the year. But the best part, the Perk School Counselor Content Club membership gives you the freedom to really enjoy your job. No more spending countless hours planning lessons, groups, and individual counseling sessions. With the perks, you'll have everything you need to work smarter and not harder. So why wait? Take advantage of this Black Friday deal now and get your instant access to all our lesson plans, groups, and tier three resources. Plus the templates you need for building your counseling systems, access to our private Facebook community, live webinars, and questions and answers with me and Brandy, as well as all the downloadable materials that you can use right away. So don't miss out on this opportunity to elevate your counseling program. Once again, it's half off our yearly membership or a special $99 six month membership. But remember, this offer is only valid until November 29th. So visit our website today or check the show notes and join the perks. Your students deserve the best and so do you. You're listening to the Counselor Chat Podcast, a show for school counselors looking for easy to implement strategies, how-to tips, collaboration, and a little spark of joy. I'm Carol Miller, your host. I'm a full-time school counselor and the face behind Counseling Essentials. I'm all about creating simplified systems, data-driven practices, and using creative approaches to engage students. If you're looking for a little inspiration to help you make a big impact on student growth and success, you're in the right place because we're better together. Ready to chat? Let's dive in. Hi everyone, it's Carol. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Counselor Chat. Today we're going to be talking about Aaron's Law and how as school counselors we can help incorporate teaching students about Aaron's law in our schools now if you're not familiar with Aaron's law it's a law that requires all public schools in the US to implement age appropriate sexual abuse and assault prevention education the law is named after Aaron Marin she was a survivor of child sexual abuse who then went on to become an advocate for such education now I don't know if you're like me, but for years I felt weird about teaching Aaron's Law. Like I wanted to put my finger on my nose and say, not it, not me. It's not my job to to teach it or help kids know about it. It wasn't a topic that I felt comfortable with or really wanted to grab as my own. I wanted someone else to do it. I thought it was a classroom teacher's job or the health teacher's job or the school nurse, anyone, anyone, except for myself. But you know what? The more I've been doing this and the longer I've been a school counselor, and as I think I've gone down from working with high schoolers to middle school, schoolers and now elementary, I just realized how important it is as school counselors that we we take this on, that we become the one that talks about sexual abuse and prevention education, because it's us that our kids are coming to and disclosing this information. It's really heartbreaking when that happens. And I can tell you from firsthand experience, it has happened to me a number of times. And it's always an uncomfortable topic to discuss and to talk about but one that at the end of the day, if we hear that story from a kid and we can do something to help them, it's all worth it. It's what it's all about. So if we're talking and teaching about Aaron's Law, we have to really start with the, ba- with the basics. We have to begin by discussing what sexual abuse and assault are and why it's important to talk about them. And it's really important to use age-appropriate language and examples to help kids understand. We can't start using the word assault in kindergarten class. They'll just look at us like, what? What are you talking about? I might not even use the word assault until they're at least in middle school because we are dealing with a really sensitive topic. It's also really important to use interactive and engaging materials videos, online resources, books, and maybe things that you put together to help kids learn about boundaries and personal space and really identifying what's appropriate versus what's inappropriate. We also have to make sure that we promote open communications. We have to encourage students to ask questions and to share their thoughts and experiences. We also have to be ready for if they disclose too much to kind of shut that down and say, oh, I want to hear this, but let's wait for a time when it's just you and me. I'll call you after class and we can talk about this more because we have so much here to talk about. But we have to make sure that we are creating a safe and a non-judgmental space where students really feel comfortable discussing these sensitive topics. And it's our job to also empower students to teach them about the importance of, re- of reporting abuse and assault, and how to do so safely, as well as to encourage them how to speak up if they or someone else they know has been abused or assaulted. And it's also really important to involve parents and caregivers. And like our students, we have to educate them as well about the importance of the program and to provide them with resources to help them talk to their kids about sexual abuse and assault as well. Now, here's the thing. Different states have different requirements. And while Aaron's law is required in the majority of the states, it's not in all of them quite yet. There's still a handful that Aaron's law is, go, is they're working on um, the laws to pass it, but it hasn't been passed yet. So we have to remember that. By handful, I mean, it's a very slim minority of places. But how we We talk to kids and whether we need consent or not is different from state to state as well. I'm in New York and we do not need consent. It is a mandatory requirement that we teach Aaron's Law. So we're going to send out a letter. In fact, we already sent one home (laughs) to our parents this year but it's more of an informational, hey, this is what we're doing. We're talking about safety and we listed all the different safety topics that we're going to be talking about. In addition to safe touch, unsafe touch and uncomfortable touch. We also are talking about the eight never nevers and how we don't do certain things like jump in a pool without an adult or use sharp objects without an adult or pet a dog that doesn't belong to us or ride a bike without a helmet or wear a seatbelt or not wear a seatbelt actually when we're riding in a car. So we talk about all different kinds of safety, personal safety, um, sexual safety, all of it. We also have to remember when we're talking about Aaron's Law that it's an ongoing process. It's not something that usually is a one-time deal. It's something that we have to really have our kids be aware of all the time. I think mostly what I want my kids to know is to be able to identify it, to be able to use their voice and say either stop, no, or how to report. Those I think are the most important things. Now, here's a few facts for you to know, child abuse is really serious and it affects millions of kids worldwide. According to the World Health Organizations, an estimated 1 billion children globally have experienced physical, sexual or emotional violence or neglect in the past year. When I read that, I was blown away. 1 billion kids globally. That's a lot of kids. Child abuse can also take many forms, including physical abuse, sexual abuse, abuse, emotional abuse, and neglect. And children, this is no surprise to any of us, but children who experience abuse are more likely to experience mental health issues, substance abuse, and physical health problems. Child abuse also occurs in all types of families and in all social and economic levels. And unfortunately, child abuse is often not reported, and many cases go on unreported at all. And the majority of children abuse cases are by someone the child knows and trusts, such as a parent, a relative, a teacher, or caregiver. Child abuse can have long-term effects on children's development and the ability to form healthy relationships later in life. But child abuse prevention is possible, and it starts with education and awareness. Child abuse can also be prevented by promoting positive parenting practices, providing support to families in need, and educating children and adults about abuse prevention. In addition to the letter that we're sending home, or that we sent home, I also have little flyer that I put together with some of these facts for families, just so that they were aware of how prevalent child abuse is in our society. And I do have a copy of this that I'm going to add in the show notes so that if you want to send this to your parents as well, that you have this information. It's just a one-page flyer. It's quick. It's easy to look at. And it really has all the basics on there. So I think it's pretty informative and I think that you'll really like it. So please check out the show notes to to download it. Now, as we're talking about Aaron's Law, the way that I teach it is I break it down kind of by grade level. Um, And we start because I'm in elementary school now, we start in kindergarten and we start by the basic safeties. So, how do we keep ourselves safe? I mentioned some of these a little bit before. We talk about the eight never nevers. And so, we talk about how to be safe um, with our lives, how to protect ourselves personally, right? So, wear a helmet when we ride a bike, wear a seatbelt when we're in the car, you know, those types of things. And that's usually our first lesson. We kind of do that very basic lesson for kindergarten, first, second grade. And then when we get up until third grade, we expect them to know that. And so we move on to more of bike safety because so many of our kids are starting to get bikes and learn how to ride the bike. So we really focus in on how do you ride a bike or something with wheels <laughs> safely. And so we talk about the rules of the road and crossing between cars and looking both ways before you cross the street and, and all that kind of stuff. And from there we move on to safe, unsafe, and uncomfortable touches. And we really describe what they mean. And so we look at and we discuss the different types of touches and um, we, I have different examples that I give to kids. So if I was on the playground and I was with my friend and they were pulling my hair while we were waiting in line, what kind of touch would that be? Would that be unsafe? Would it be safe? Would it be uncomfortable? And so if it hurt, it's probably an unsafe touch. It just made us, if it didn't hurt, but we don't like them touching our hair, it's more of an uncomfortable touch. So we kind of describe the differences between those two. So unsafe hurts us physically and an uncomfortable one, just we don't like, it makes us feel yucky right so we we talk about those differences we then go on to talk about secrets and the types of different secrets there are there're safe secrets to keep and unsafe secrets to keep and why would you keep a secret versus why would you disclose a secret because some secrets are safe like having a birthday party for your mom and, and surprising her well that is a safe secret to have but if someone's touching us and makes us feel uncomfortable And tells us don't tell because then they'll take something away from us or they'll hurt someone or something or that we care about, then that's unsafe and we need to do something about it. Then we also talk about how we say, stop, don't hurt me, don't touch me, I don't like that. And what to do afterwards, especially if it keeps going on, we report. So my friends, this is what we do with the younger grades. With the older grades, we go more into the safe secrets versus the unsafe secrets. And what we should do with when we're in situations that make us feel uncomfortable, how do we get out of that? We do a lot of problem solving. So it's perfectly, it's really great to help kids understand how to problem solve and to identify um, what they should do in a given situation. Now, we can't prepare for every situation, but I think if we guide them through some, they'll know what to do if they ever encounter them. So while child abuse and Aaron's law can be a really ucky, ucky, ucky subject to talk about, it is so needed and like I said earlier, we are the ones that our kids come to, or we want to come to. We want them to disclose to us things that just aren't right, that, help, that will help to keep them safe. So we really want to be on the forefront of teaching Aaron's Law and helping our kids understand about it. And we also need to know why it's so important to do so, because it affects so many kids on so many levels in all different kinds of families billions of kids across the world so i hope this was helpful if you are looking for some links for different things check the show notes because i will also have links to resources that i have available as well as some of um some of my friends i'll link to some places to get some stats, and like I said, that freebie to send home to your parents so that they understand what you're doing. I'll link that in the show notes as well. So until we chat again, have a great week. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Counselor Chat. All of the links I talked about can be found in the show notes and at counselingessentials.org forward slash podcast. Be sure to hit follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast player. And if you would be so kind to leave a review, I'd really appreciate it. Want to connect? Send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram at Counseling Essentials. Until next time, can't wait till we chat. Bye for now.